Hi, I'm Dan Krinas, host of the Leader of Learning podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hello there, Burned In Teachers. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. This is episode 88, and I'm so glad you're here. The Burned In Teacher Podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support for teachers dealing with burnout. I'm your host, Amber Harper, and I empower burned out teachers to believe that they deserve and can achieve a happier and more fulfilled career in life with my eight-step burned in process. And in today's episode, I'm going to break something to you that may shock you. Ain't nobody got it all together. Not me, not the teacher down the hall, not even that education influencer that you're envying on Instagram or YouTube. We are all fighting our own battles, and I'm going to prove it to you in this episode, and I'm going to give you a couple of things that you can do if you've been suffering in silence, or even if you've been suffering out loud and making it very obvious, that will help you to move through these challenges Share your battles in a more proactive way so we can connect on a human level and get out of that burnout. Let's go. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers, advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. You know, during my 12-year teaching career, it seemed like there was always something throwing off my lesson plans, mindset, or goals. And when I began to burn out and tried to talk about it, all I heard was join the club, go for a walk, have a glass or three of wine. This is just the way it is. The current challenges you're facing, distance learning, new technologies, higher expectations, discipline issues, a personal crisis, a global pandemic, all of these challenges make your everyday life seem unmanageable. Until now. Teacher burnout has been hacked and the book is here. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, I share my eight-step process that shines a light on burnout as an opportunity for growth and change. And in it, I empower you to become burned in, a fulfilled, happy, efficient, and effective teacher in the classroom and in life. You'll learn the steps you can take to take action steps based on your burnout type. Feel ready for the next challenge. Thrive, not just survive, personally and professionally. Feel ready for and learn how to grow through your burnout and so much more. Hacking Teacher Burnout is here and ready for you to order on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. So go check it out or go to hackingteacherburnout.com to learn more and place a bulk order for your staff. Take a deep breath because you're about ready to do something big for your burnout. Burn on. So as I mentioned in the intro, this episode is all about the fact that Nobody has it all together. Everyone's fighting their own battles. And Lord knows in 2020, we've had plenty of internal battles going on in our hearts and in our heads. And we've even witnessed a lot of external battles going on in our country, around the world, in the name of politics and social justice, and even what to do in the midst of the 
pandemic within our schools, in our districts, in our states, in our counties. <laughs> um, even as I speak, there are lots of decisions that are being made about whether or not we should be going fully remote with the amount of teachers that are getting sick and, and students that are testing positive. It's a lot to deal with. But in addition to that, there are a lot of things that may have already been going on in our lives, in our personal lives that had nothing to do with politics or social justice or COVID that we may minimize because we don't feel like we're worthy of sharing these challenges because they don't measure up to all of the extreme challenges that other people are going through. And honestly, the idea for this episode came about um, when now a good friend of mine and member of the Burnin Teacher Tribe, Meredith Newland, she did a beautiful episode about her experience with Burned In Teacher and me um, on her own pod- podcast called The Transformed Teacher. And I'll link it in here in the show notes. She called her episode, I'm Burned Out and Here's What I'm Doing About It. And she tells this story of all of these challenges that she's been going through in her personal life in addition to all of the challenges that we're all facing um, that I just mentioned. And she even mentioned that she didn't even realize how she was feeling until I laid out this process um, in a session that I did for a um, for a conference, a virtual conference. Um, but she realized that she was really struggling with burnout, even as she was serving teachers like I do. And she mentioned in the episode, and I'm so glad that I listened to it and she invited me to listen to it. And um, she said, Amber has always been a person who has seemed to have it all together. And I'm going to be really honest and upfront with you. When I heard her say that on her episode, I got pretty emotional. The week that I listened to this episode and that she told this beautiful story about, you know, how she and I had, you know, come together and how we were working together now. And it was a really challenging week for me personally and professionally. And I'm really glad that she said this (laughs) because it kind of opened up a new perspective to me. It it showed me that I was projecting to people that I had it all together. And listen, here's what I want you to know today. Amber Harper doesn't have it all together. She never has and she certainly never will. All right? I didn't create Burned In Teacher to spread this message that in order to be a Burned In Teacher, you have to have it all together. You have to be perfectly organized. You have to have a perfect schedule. You are going to be 100% balanced. I don't jump onto Instagram or speak or write or anything trying to emulate someone who does have it all together. And if I've given you that impression, I am truly sorry. You guys, there are days where I cry at my desk or I yell out of frustration, especially when I'm dealing with numbers because that is certainly not my strength. Look, we are all fighting our own battles. And I see you and I hear you. And this is why I encourage everyone to show grace to our students, to their families, to to our administrators. We never, ever know what people are going through. And now this might seem silly, but I have to put this little insert in here. My husband and I were watching a movie. I can't remember if it was on Prime or Netflix, but it's called Honey Boy. And it was actually, I believe, produced by Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf? (laughs) Anyway, you may know him. He's a really um, famous actor. He has been in Transformers and Holes and many, many, many movies. 
The interesting thing about this is he produced this movie and he maybe even had written it. I really obviously did not check my facts here. So don't quote me on any of this. But what I do know is that he made this movie to shed a light on what his childhood was like when he was a child actor. I don't know what is true and what is fictional in this story. However, you know, we look at actors, we look at, you know, IG influencers, and we, we look at these people who, you know, we look at their lives and we think, man, they've got it all together. But when you look deeper and you see the way they're acting, you know, and, and you see this, you know, in the acting community and, and, you know, different places where, you know, celebrities, where we see that they're clearly challenged with something. But there are sometimes, you know, in the case of, let's say, Rachel and Dave Hollis, you know, they had the Hollis Co. And she wrote, you know, girl, wash your face. And and they seem to have this wonderful marriage. And then all of a sudden, they're getting a divorce. And in Shia LaBeouf's case, you know, he's clearly got some challenges. And he made this movie about how, you know, as a child actor, you know, gosh, who wouldn't want to be a child actor, right? You're famous. Your people start to recognize you on the street, how cool that is. He was fighting some battles, And I know we're not actors and I know that we're not, you know, celebrities. However, I will say when a student sees you at the grocery store, you kind of feel a little bit like a celebrity, right? (laughs) My point in telling you all of this is, is this. We can't look at someone's face or look at someone's Instagram feed or, you know, watch a movie and assume that these people that we see in front of us, whether they're, again, in person or on screen, that this is all that there is to their lives because it's not true. We are all struggling with something, whether it be big or small. And that's another thing, you know, challenges are, are relative to the person who is being challenged, right? We can't compare our challenges to others. And when I'm challenged and I'm struggling, I can't compare that hardship to other people's challenges. They belong to us. And this is probably where it's hard to decide whether or not we should share those hardships because we don't want to seem weak or ungrateful or that we're even minimizing other people's hardships. And I think that in light of everything that this year has brought to us, there is no better time than now to show grace, compassion, and empathy to everyone we know, including ourselves, by the way. So even that parent that chews you out, that student who calls you a bad name and doesn't show up for Zoom classes ever, that administrator who doesn't seem to care or get how hard this is teaching in a hybrid or remote setting, the coworker who never has anything positive to say, your own children who are testing you on an hourly basis, the guy who cuts you off or flips you off on the way home from school, even your own brain who is telling you that you suck, that you're too stupid or you aren't worthy of change or even getting up to stretch, get a drink of water or go on a walk for that matter because there's not enough time. Listen, I want to let you in on a little secret. I'm recording this on Wednesday, November 18th, 2020. It's my birthday. I'm not telling you this because I want to get flooded with emails or get DMs or anything. I'm telling you this because I want to tell you a little something about one year ago today. One year ago today, I sat on my living room chair and I cried most of the day. I felt alone. I felt like a failure. I felt burned out on a whole different level than I had ever felt burnout before. I wanted to quit Google training, burned in teacher, everything that I had built, I wanted to burn it to the ground. At that point, I was telling myself that it was too hard and that I wasn't good enough. 
at anything, anything to keep going. And I suffered through this on my own. You guys, I was literally looking for other jobs. All of these feelings and doubts started in early November and lasted until around January 1st when I pitched, finally, here's the thing, I pitched Hacking Teacher Burnout to Mark Barnes at Times 10 Publishing during this time. I stood on a stage for the first time on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2020, right before the pandemic hit, and I shared a talk called Don't Wait for You. It was all about the fact that you can't wait for anyone to save you. You are not a superhero. And our really, our only superpower is the power of choice. It was in those moments, like my birthday last year, and when I accepted being asked to keynote at the Spark Conference there in February, and when I pitched my book, that I made choices where I forced myself to move through and grow through my burnout, even though I didn't want to. I was fighting a battle that no one knew about except my husband and maybe a few friends. Shout out to Gretchen Bridgers, Kim Strobel, Matt Miller. Until I did a podcast episode about it on January 13th titled Nurture Your Strengths and My Season of Burnout. I didn't come clean until the middle of January. Here's my whole point in airing this episode today. You can get on Facebook or Instagram, YouTube, or even see people in person who look like they've got a perfect life, the perfect classroom, the perfect family or students, the perfect plan on how to deliver online instruction, but they don't. They may not tell you. They may never tell you, but they are fighting a battle where the only way they can win is to make choices for themselves. You may be fighting a battle that you haven't told anyone about, and my friends, That's who this episode is for, for those of you who are suffering in silence, or maybe you're doing worse than you are projecting on Instagram or Facebook or at the dinner table. You are worthy of making choices that will bring you through to the other side. You may not have it all together. In fact, you may feel like you're falling apart and are the definition of a hot mess. On the other hand, you could be someone who has been wide open book about how much you're struggling. And there's a danger in that too, my friend, because venting without action is just that. It's just venting. So here's what I encourage you to do today. If you're someone who's suffering in silence or has been very vocal vocal about your suffering but haven't really done anything about it, I want you, number one, I want you to write it all down. Get it all out of your head. I cannot tell you the power of just putting things on paper. All of your fears, your doubts, your regrets, your challenges, get them out of your head and onto some paper. And then I want you to go through each of those things and ask yourself two questions. How long has this been going on? And is this, in fact, something that's within my control right now? Of those things that are causing you the most misery, you have to find someone that you trust who will not only listen, but will help you to act. Now, it's interesting because typically... I tell teachers who are, you know, struggling with being burned and unbalanced or over it or or bored that they really need to think long term. Right? They need to make a plan of action, you know, for the next year, 3 years, 5 years. Never before have I really subscribed to the fact that we can really think about the idea that our main challenge right now as 
and education culture is the fact that we are being challenged with teaching, you know, virtually, hybrid, completely remote. Those things are temporary. They won't be around forever. But in order even to make it through this temporary situation, we have to think of small actions that we can take that are going to help us to survive this temporary hardship. But we have to also think past that as well. It's in these times of extreme stress, overwhelm, and frustration that our entire planet is under at this time that we simply want to get quiet and isolate and numb ourselves. At least for me, that's what I always want to do. I always just want to sit and just, I don't want to talk about it. But it's in these moments of small actions that we can move through those feelings rather than putting on that smile or humble bragging online or passing on the suffering to someone else in some way. You know, Stephen Covey says in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he says, we are not our feelings. We are not our moods. We are not even our thoughts. The very fact that we can think about these things separates us from them and from the animal world. Self-awareness enables us to stand apart and examine even the way we see ourselves, our self-paradigm, if you will, the most fundamental paradigm of effectiveness. It affects not only our attitudes and behaviors, but also how we see other people. It becomes our map of the basic nature of mankind. In fact, until we take how we see ourselves and how we see others into account, we will be unable to understand how others see and feel themselves and their world. Unaware, we will project our intentions on their behavior and call ourselves objective. This significantly limits our personal potential and our ability to relate to others as well. It's powerful, right? And this, my friends, is what we need. We need to relate to one another in our suffering so we can come together to rise above the burnout, to make choices and changes that are, the good, that are for the good of all of us as educators, but mostly for the good of mankind. Ain't nobody got it all together, but together we can get it all figured out. Superhero Sam says, I can do everything myself. And when that agent of same creeps in, trying to keep you isolated and lonely in your battle, I want you to say out loud, I literally want you to say this out loud, I am going to focus on what I can do with the time I am allowed, and I will ask for help when I need it. That's my favorite agent of change. It's called Human Hannah. Now, I want you to take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. I wish you a happy and safe Thanksgiving. And I'll see you next week. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.